morning. Good morning. Today's text, Philippians 2 verses 1 and 2, it says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Well, uh, I was looking at what are some of the positive things that we get to experience as we live our Christian life. Uh, from verse 1, there is encouragement in Christ, comfort from His love, participation in the Spirit, affection and sympathy. And then what does Apostle Paul tell them to do? He tells them that they have to be of same mind, have the same love, being in full accord, be of one mind. So he tells them to be united, work on unity by having the same mind and having the same love. We are to have the mind of Christ. It says in verse 5, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So what is he saying? He's saying that if you have already tasted the goodness and the joy of Christian life, and if we want to continue in it, we must keep the unity. So Apostle Paul warns against disunity. What breaks unity in the church are many things, and one of them is selfish ambition and conceit. Verse 3 goes on to say, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. This is when I am more committed about my own promotion than what is good for the whole body. If I think about the good of the body first in every decision that I make, I think I will live my life very differently. Then he shares the example of humility through Jesus' life that has become the sacrifice and soil upon which we can build a church. And we are called to do the same. We are to pursue humility and ambition to make God's name shine. One of the ways that selfish ambition manifests itself is through self-preoccupation. If we are constantly thinking about ourselves, how we appear before others, how well I am doing, I'm feeling, how I am like this or like that, then we are self-occupied. This occupation, this concentration on self is exactly what the Apostle Paul is warning against. Paul then continued by saying from verse 12 to 13, Basically, I'm not there in person to watch over you, but I hope you will obey even more than if I was there looking over your shoulder, because even though I'm not with you, God is. This situation of being separated from our community is sort of like what we experienced during SIP. Now, of course, you know, we have it easy uh, than Apostle Paul because we have FaceTime or like Zoom, but we were separated physically and this experience of absence can reveal who we really are. As a legendary basketball coach, John Wooden said, the true test of a man's character is what he does when no one is watching. Who are we when no one is watching? Will you live the same way whether your life group leader or your peers are present or absent? Were we working out our own salvation? For the Philippians, Paul was confident that with God's help, they will remember his teaching and live a godly life, just as if he was still there with them. But he wants to remind them of what that looks like. And I was thinking about to work out our salvation. We know that Paul did not mean work so as to earn your own salvation. What Paul did mean is to call the Philippians to put forth real effort into their Christian lives. This is not to work out our, work out our own salvation in the sense of accomplishing it. Jesus did that for us already on the cross. But to work out our salvation, to see it evident in every area of our lives, to activate the salvation God freely gave us. 
And then going further, verse 14 through 18, Paul says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Being cheerful is one of the biggest way to put others' interests ahead of my own. Because who wants to look at a grumpy face? We might feel like grumbling inside and we may feel like have the right to wear that frown because we are feeling down, but we can give up that right and smile instead. Not because we are fake, but because we want to serve and bless others. And not grumbling or arguing means watching what we say. I'm reminded of Book of James, we need to watch our tongues and how we are doing on that. What comes out of our mouth? Critical, cutting comments or encouraging or positive praise. Paul says if we can put this off, though it may not seem much, we can make difference in our surrounding because we live in a time when everyone else just wants to feel what they feel without thinking of the good of others. We would be a light in the darkness. That's all we have today. We hope you have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye.